baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. All right, BT and Sal back on the Fan 1126 is the time. Pretty soon it will be Soto time. 877-337-6666. I'm feeling pretty proud today. Um, You know, obviously the Soto stuff has me giddy. It's not done yet, but I'm pretty pumped. But then we finally, or I finally taught my, and our 41-year-old producer, Hoff, Mm. how to finally throw a spiral. Really? Finally. Okay. My goodness. I mean, you've seen the attempts in studio. Yeah. I finally, I said, let's go in the hallway, dude. (laughs) Studio's too small. You got uh, You can't produce our show if you can't throw a spiral. All right. So, so we threw a couple. Okay. All right. Congratulations. Yes, Hoff. Good job. Now, who's going to teach Zach Wilson to do the same? <laughs> That's a good one. Maybe Tommy DeVito. I don't know. Maybe somebody for the Giants. It's time for the Jonathan Casillas Report brought to you by Foxwoods Resort Casino. That is the wonder of it all by your local Kia dealers. Visit Kia.com. Discover movement that inspires. And by Surfside Vodka and Iced Tea. That is Sal's drink. Your sunshine at a can't ask for it all. At your local liquor store. Mr. Casillas, uh, happy holidays, brother. Welcome back, PT and Sal. How you doing today? I'm fantastic. How you guys doing? We're doing well. I, listen, I've listened to you enough, and we've talked to you enough to know how you feel about the veto. So I know that you were certainly happy uh, that that coach named him the starter for the next game. Were you surprised at all? Uh, not really. Um, it, it, it's tough because it's like you have a really good quarterback sitting behind him, you know, uh, guys that played, you know, a lot of football in Tyrod Taylor. He's won a lot of games, you know, his, his numbers look pretty, pretty decent. Um, you know, so to, to go with a young kid, uh, you know, I, it was a little bit of a surprise, but not really because if I would have kept him in, not just because I love him because he's a Jersey guy, yeah. but I think there's something with momentum there. And when you have, two like pretty decent options and it's not like one train wreck option uh-huh. one really good option you know the guys will they just want to win that's it the yeah. players just want to win and tommy devito won two games straight so you know it is what it is you know listen i agree and we we all have great respect for tyrod his contract is up hopefully you know well maybe the giants keep him maybe the jets get him somebody's getting him because he's a serviceable respected quality backup who could obviously start and win some games but the reason why devito i think should even really get the the rock the rest of the way is because you know what Tyrod is, and to me, I just want to get as many answers, ultimate final answers on DeVito as humanly possible. I let him play the rest of the season. I don't know that Dable will necessarily do that, but is it a game-by-game thing? How do you process that? No, I think when he announced him, because Dable usually keeps things close to the vest, close, you know, like until like game time, you know, the, like the latest he can possibly release information. That's what he usually does. But there's been two times this season I feel like he kind of jumped out a little bit earlier, uh, and it was in, in both with, with the quarterbacks. Uh, it was when Daniel Jones got healthy after his first injury. He announced on Monday, and then also this week with Tommy DeVito. I think that's saying that, look, this is going to be our guy going forward for the rest of the year. And that's just me trying to read into it because Dayball gives us nothing. <laughs> but he, 
he gives us something earlier in the week, which is not normal for him. So I think that's kind of him saying, like, we're going to go with this kid, uh, you know, for the remainder of the year because the announcement was so early. And it, even, look, I, I, I watched Tyrod, uh interview, and you can tell he was a little taken back by it. Right. You know, he was a little bit thrown off by it, and he, you know, it feels like he was bothered by it. But as, as a true professional that he really is, you know, he didn't say anything about it. He even pleaded the fifth one time, which was a surprise for me. But he's a very mild-mannered guy. He's not going to, you know, throw a, a temper tantrum, you know, and that's why he is so good because he's a, he's been a backup for his, you know, almost half of his career. He started some games. But when you have that, that resiliency, that toughness, and that, that knowing that, okay, this is how i got to deal with this situation so I can have a job in the future for any other team, I think he handled it quite well. BT and Sal on the fan. We're talking with Jonathan Casillas, talking Giants here. Jonathan, I'll ask you the same question I've asked others. And Dable was asked this question, and he flat out answered it. So I'd be curious, though, your opinion on it. He's going with DeVito because he believes he gives them a better chance to win. This is not a long-term play. At least that's what Dable said. So I ask you, who do you think gives the New York Giants the better chance to win a football game on Sunday or Monday in this particular case, Tommy Vito or Tyrod Taylor? I think it's all about timing. Uh, if I say Tommy DeVito, I feel like that's me just being a fan. You know, but me playing the game as long as I played and, and covering it still, it, it has to be Tyrod. Right. You know, because he has the body of work. He has the composure. You know, he has been, you know, and, and Tommy DeVito, he checks the boxes and a lot of the intangible things. And then when you watch him play, the kid throws a good football. So, like, he surprised a lot of people. Because not only he's a tough kid, been sacked so many times, 20-whatever, 35 times in four games, you know, but he shows a lot of resiliency. And he can throw the football. But Tyrod, he's, he's been in and out of, you know, the starting lineup, not because of he can't play, because of injuries. And that's why you where we find him at now. Another injury that happened to his career that sidelined him again, and he was playing pretty well. He definitely, I think, for the long run, for the rest of this year, with the defenses that the, that the Giants will face, I think Tyrod gives you the best chance to win these games. But that doesn't mean that that's, that's the way right. the Giants want to approach it. You know, because at the end of the day, there's only one quarter, healthy quarterback on the roster that's on the team next year. No, you know? I, And it's Tommy DeVito. That's I, it. That's I, the only guy. I tend to agree with you, but I'm just glad you gave me an answer. I appreciate that. And, and that's why I do think there are other circumstances going into it. Maybe the difference between Tyrod and... And DeVito is not great enough to where they say, hey, we value winning games more. Let's go with Tyrod. I think it's probably a combination. DeVito has earned the right to keep the job. And also, you know, they may, maybe want to get a look for the future. What else are we looking for here, Jonathan? What are you looking for to see the rest of the way with the Giants? You're trying to see them be competitive against a good team like the Packers or the Eagles. What are you looking to see here as they play out the string? I'm, I'm looking for... Uh, I think they're gonna, they might get some guys back. I don't know where Waller's health is at. I know Evan Neal, he hasn't practiced this week. But I would like to see some functionality in the offense, some consistency in the offense moving forward. And then also the defense, the defense, they played well this year. They've been embarrassed a couple of times. Uh, Dallas twice and the Raiders, you know, it is rough to watch those games because I know the defense, they have so much potential to be great, if not dominant. And they showed glances of that. And I don't see that being a problem this year because of, like, they have, they're relatively healthy this year. You know, so I expect them to continue to step, like, move forward in how they're playing. And that will, I think that's going to help the offense out. 
And the defense, if it wasn't for the defense, the Giants would have never been in no game because offensively they've been putrid all year besides two games. Yeah. You know, so I yeah. expect them to take steps forward. And then also some of the younger guys, you know, Dexter's been out a couple of weeks. Some of the, some of the younger guys can step up and show the, the, the staff who is going to be basically the players for next year because McKinney's up. You got some guys that are up. And now you're just solidifying who's going to be on the roster for 2024. And there is a chance, small slither of a chance, but I'm not delusional. I haven't stumbled all the way out of. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. My playing days to be the delusional Giants fan that think the Giants will make the playoffs. But they're not out quite yet. So for 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 the coaches and the staff and the players to not think that, hey, man, if, if, if the stuff falls the right way, mm-hmm. we can possibly make it, you got to be prepared to make it. You know, no matter what, you got to have a good defense. You can't be struggling on offense. Like, you have to be able to, you know, put things together to kind of have momentum going into the offseason, whether that's postseason or whether that's for 2024. Kind of sounds like me. Without you know, I, I I was holding that torch for the Jets, and uh, oh, they're not out of it yet. And uh, I finally, <laughs> you know, I saw. I, I get it. I get the optimism, and you're literally not wrong, uh, Jonathan. Final thing, Jonathan can see us, of course, be uh, part of the radio team on the Giants uh, Radio Network, which of course is us here at the Fan BT and Sound. So you just talked about the offense, and you used the word putrid. So I'm sure it's it's your answer is going to be part of the offense, but specifically based on what you thought they would be. Coming into the year, which unit specifically has been the most disappointing this year to you? I, I want to say O-line, but it's hard to – I think it's hard to have consistency and play well, especially along the offensive line, when there's just so many moving pieces. I think Evan Neal has to play better, and they have to figure out for the future what they're going to do with him, whether that's bump him in the guard or whatever the case is. But, you know, I, honestly, Tommy DeVito, he has, he's kind of saved the quarterback position for the New York Giants because the quarterback position for the New York Giants was the box that they checked when they signed Daniel Jones. And I, I don't think Daniel Jones played well this year at all. You know, I, I don't think he looked like he did in 2022 this year. And even when the spot time that Tyrod came in, I think he looked better. I think he made the offense a little bit more explosive. But he only scored like like 10, 11 points a game. You know, so my thing is the quarterback play. No matter who was playing quarterback for the New York Giants, they just haven't been, I think, efficient. I, I think ball placement has been an issue for the, the quarterbacks of the New York Giants. I think Tommy DeVito, he has played well, and he deserves to start because the quarterback that's the quarterbacks that played before him, they weren't playing at the level I think they could and they should be. So for me, like everything else I think was a question, especially mm-hmm. when you move in so many pieces along the offensive line. But there wasn't supposed to be a question at quarterback when you when you signed Daniel Jones to that deal and made him basically the quarterback of the future and put him into that category as this is a playoff winning quarterback, which he is. 
And I just don't think he played like that this year. So I got to I got to pick quarterback. Yeah, listen, that's probably the money answer, Jonathan. Always uh, always a good spot. We will we will be listening this week. We'll be chatting next week back with BT and South. Thanks, bud. Thank you, fellas. Talk to you soon. Always. Thanks, there Jonathan. He is, Jonathan Casillas, who's fitting very nicely here on the show. BT and Sal eight seven seven. I don't know what this is. I have no idea what this is. I surmise I know what it Uh, could be. We have some news from a new source on Twitter. Bob Nightingale. Oh, God. The Yankees and Padres trade talks involving Juan Soto have gained some momentum, creating cautious optimism. A deal could be done in the next few days. Next few days? I mean, (laughs) What is that? First what? of all, it's Nightingale. How does like I mean, who takes him seriously? At this talk point? about a show killer. <laughs> yeah. Talk about just shutting off the treadmill or popping the tire. Yeah, he asked, I mean, Hoff, Hoff did ask while we were yeah, talking about Nightingale. Was it 1995? He's like, what are we I, doing here? Can I troll BT a little bit? I was like, yeah, sure. What the hell? Is that what it was? It was coming. <laughs> so he basically is regurgitating the same news, but saying that it could happen in the next few days. Like, yes. Come on. Dude. Yeah, there you go. Oh my God. Nightingale, delete him, block him, whatever you got to do from Twitter. <laughs> we should never mention his name because he gets stuff wrong all the time. I, you know, I don't know him personally, but like, come on, who takes him seriously? Listen, I, I've had him on the show a few times over the years, and I, I think he's a decent. Decent information guy. I'm not trying to discredit his 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 journalism journalistic mm-hmm. chops. I just think he's very boring on the air. No, well, that's a whole different story. Yeah. So All good right. job, Hoff. Out of boy. No problem, guys. Eight seven seven three three seven. Coming up next, PT sixty six sixty six. I mean, everybody's yelling at me. Dove is screaming at me. I got it. Jeez, everybody, relax. Wow. Time out. My goodness gracious. We got three RQ coming oh. up next. I know, Dove. I got pajama gram. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 